Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Buff Nation! Let's go. Ryan, the people are asking, how did you do in the Super Bowl last night? Bro, I don't want to talk about <laughs> I, um... It was honestly a wild game. Like I said this on the Broncos podcast. If this was the real Super Bowl, people would be talking about it for years. I got stopped on the one inch line three different times. Unfortunately. And that's the difference between me winning and losing. Um, but I do have six Super Bowls to my name for those of you who don't know. So, you know, I'll survive. Um, I got some comfort food last night, a milkshake, got a fresh fade today. You know, taking all the steps to protect my mental health. And you watched yesterday's well off. And I watched 47 Buffs-related Coach <laughs> Prime YouTube videos last night because I was like, I need to think about anything other than Jamar Chase getting tackled at the one-yard line, Anaya Smith getting tackled at the one-yard line, and Brees Hall getting tackled at the one-yard line. So rough. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour. 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. We are going to preview the transfer portal. We're going to talk about who's visiting today. A recruiting update, but we start with yesterday's well-off video. One of the best, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was a banger. Um, like, everyone, uh, like, getting in on that song before they broke it down in the huddle. Yeah. Dill breaking it down in the huddle. Um, the Travis, All the Travis Hunter clips. Yeah. Couple great throws, couple great runs. It was like, there was energy, a clear energy there yesterday. Yeah, um... We'll start with this, I guess. Coach Prime has been coaching those DBs very, very hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they weren't getting it right still. They weren't. <laughs> um, just yelling at them, doing I don't just release drills, really. I don't even know what else they were doing, just trying to jam receivers off the line. And yep. I mean, you hear him, wrong hand, like all this stuff. He's out there coaching, and uh, he's uh, expecting the best out of them. Makes sense. So finally, he needed someone to, to show the right way to do it. So he did and asked Travis yep. to line up at cornerback. Who was the wide receiver? Uh, could you tell? I could not tell. Yeah, but oh, my God. Montana, maybe. So sticky that guy is. Yeah, dude, I can't. So I have officially reached the point now where I hate when people clip these and tweet them because I can't help myself but to read the comments. And all of the comments are so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I I knew when I watched the clip, people would just be like, pass interference, pass interference, pass interference, pass interference. It's like, oh, my God. The one, like, some national um, college football account put out the Shador throw, the one that we talked about where he ear-holed that guy mm -hmm. from, like, a couple weeks ago. People are just like, against air. Like, I'm like, do you know what against air means? <laughs> That's literally not what happened. You should know what air is because it's all that you have between your ears. Yes. <laughs> God. Sorry, I, that one. Yeah, but the Travis Hunter clip was amazing. Yes. Um, and he gets one rep, and, and Coach Ryan's like, you don't even need another one. Go back to wide receiver. Well, he said after that, he goes, first rep all spring, and he's best damn corner on the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious stuff. Uh, there was another insane Shador throw. Yep. Um, 
basically hit the honey hole between the corner and the safety. I don't know if it was cover two, but right between Cam Sillman Craig in a corner to Montana, who made yep. he got his clock cleaned. Yeah, you got so clipped. credit to Montana for making that catch, man. That was yeah, huge. and that, and you can hear Coach Prime doing way to grab it, way yep. to grab it. Um, yeah, dude, I think that was an RPO. Was it kind of looked like it was kind of because he really kind of like you know was in there on yeah. the mesh point, pulled it out, took two steps, kind of running it, and then just flicked it. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, that's really difficult to guard <laughs> if that's RPO. Obviously, you got to keep those linemen on the line of scrimmage, but if they stayed clean, that's a, that's very difficult to uh, to guard. Timby's actually asking, would it actually be called PI though on the Travis Hunter play? I don't think so. It just depends. I mean, it's definitely a ref dependent yeah. type of call but he got in front of the ball like he oh yeah the the thing is like the ref it, you you kind of got to get the superstar treatment right because if right. the ref sees your left hand anywhere near that hip they can throw it all day long right. um but yeah i don't know it's hard to say I'm, I'm certainly not putting my uh faith in the pac-12 referees to make the right call <laughs> that's true so yes was there contact that you know a ref could decide to throw a flag for for sure but i thought it was in the end the point of it was the technique right right his technique was flawless yeah. the ability to mirror get in yes. front of the receiver and yeah. play the ball yeah well dude in those Christine. long arms which give him such an insane catch radius on the other side mm -hmm. are just i mean it's so easy for him to just reach around a guy and knock a ball down yep it was beautiful stuff uh cam Silman craig is just bringing the boom I'm telling you dude tone setter he is dog whatever you want to say about him Every defense needs a Cam Silman Craig, and I'm so happy we have the actual Cam Silman Craig. Um, we have two of them. It is Trevor Woods too. I'm so used to watching NFL practices that I like flinch every time I see someone get hit hard in practice. Yes, um, but that might change for the Broncos this year. So I thought this is a very quick aside. I thought that the reason I never saw the Broncos tackle in practice is because that was a rule in the collective bargaining agreement. Right. Then I saw the Lions on hard knocks last year. They were just like cleaning clocks out there. And mm -hmm. I was like, wait, you're allowed to wear full pads and tackle in the NFL? And apparently uh, Sean Payton is going to make big changes to the, to the softness of Broncos practice. I love that. And I love that CU's been doing that. Yep. The, the best way to get better at football is to practice football. Practice hitting, practice it, tackling. It might be the only way to get better at football. Yes. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'm so scared of injuries. I know. I, even just saying that word, I have to knock on wood. Um, but I've changed because of watching the Broncos all these years. Like, you know, even last year they didn't play a single starter in the in the preseason, and I was like, I I like this. And then I saw them so bad, and I'm like, they're soft, and they can't tackle and all this yep. stuff. I'm like, okay, you, you just got to play and, you know, and deal with the cost of doing business. But mm -hmm. if you're going to get better at football, I think the I've, I've changed my opinion on this. You got to practice football. Yep. Um, what else happened? Dylan Edwards looks like smoke through a keyhole when he's running through that offensive. Is that, line. is that you just wrote that up? No, I, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've been using that for a while. <laughs> you hear that? It sounds like something that like they would have in like Madden. No, I, I can't remember. That's a someone said it in like a draft like scouting report of a uh, running back, and I, I that love makes it. Sense too, <laughs> I <yeah>. love it. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he just keeps. You can just see him elevating, right? Yep. Uh, in terms of where he's getting reps, he's getting reps with the ones. Mm -hmm. He's breaking down the huddle, um, and 
I just like look at all these little things and I start stacking them up. It's one of the coolest things about well off and the opportunity that we have to watch what's going on with this team on a daily basis is like you see little things like this. And so one of them is him breaking down the huddle. But also like uh, I think it was actually yesterday on Darius's video. I don't know which videos are which because I watched so many yesterday. <laughs> but like Dylan's like singing uh, on the sideline. Yes. And I'm <laughs> like, dude, he's really comfortable. Yes, he is. Like you can just again, those are the things that you can notice when you see like he feels like he, he can be himself entirely around his teammates, which tells me he feels like he fits in. He feels comfortable. He feels like he's one of the, one of the crew, not a freshman trying to figure out his footing and where he stands on the team. So right. um, the dude is ready to like, he's ready to go. Yep. If week one's today, he's ready to go, put him out there and let him and let him run. And big number one energy the whole time. Yes, dude. He's a big candidate. Um, again, shout out to Bucky. That was just an amazing video yesterday. It was, it was also, I don't think I've ever mentioned this. I, I like, Bucky, when he gets excited, gives <laughs> yeah. me life. The like, just the noises and shit that he makes yeah. when something dope happens. So like, like that Travis Hunter juke move. Oh my oh, god, dude. that's not like that's not normal. No, that was Jerry Judy light. Yes, yeah, Literally. that's what I've been saying. But then you hear Bucky like laughing and screaming and make it and i'm just like dude this is i, I love when he gets fired up it's so obvious because <laughs> yeah. he's so normal he's normally so low-key that once he gets all jazz it just cracks me up yep. um it's great we'll get to the transfer portal stuff but first let's do a little bit of recruiting update uh jameer benjamin was committed to stanford he just decommitted okay Cornerback, three-star player, West Bloomfield, Michigan, 408. So it's a high three-star, 488th overall prospect in this class, 44th overall cornerback, 5'10", 170. Um, was committed to Stanford since November, just decommitted. So there you go. Let's go. Uh, CU is not yet to offer, but we will see. He's got a bunch of big-time offers, Tennessee, Michigan, Nebraska, Penn State, Louisville, Iowa, all right. And then uh, today, Dylan Grisham is visiting. Ooh, tell me more. He is a 247 Sports Composite four-star, 416th overall player in the class, 61st wide receiver, 6'1", 165 from San Jacinto, <laughs> California. Um, he, I like the effort, at least. Huh? I liked the effort. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he has some crystal balls to Oregon. Um, he has been offered by at least 12 schools. Of course, Colorado is in there. And he is here today. Or in Boulder today. Okay, let's go. And then the big one, Gideon Davidson. Yeah. The uh, top running back, according to 247 sports rankings, in the 2025 class... According to the composite, he is a four-star, 38th overall player, third overall running back, six foot one ninety-three, from Liberty Christian Academy in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, has over 18 offers, and the buffs are included in that top 10. So we will see. Um, wow. Yeah. Kind of weird that the top running back in the country isn't a five-star. This is the same thing we were talking about with Brandon Baker. 
And then he became a five star. Well, I think so. Just catching on here with how this kind of works, being deeply embedded in it now. Yeah. I think they kind of wait on some of these five stars just as the classes progress. And I think we'll see them being given out a lot more as we get closer to the end of their senior season. Do you think it's a content play? Probably. Like, for sure. Yeah. If you roll all the five stars out at once, you get one big right. boom. If you announce, we just made a new five star, then yes. like everyone gets excited. Yeah. Over it. yeah. Oh, I think it's, it's uh, yeah, kind of that type of game from uh, on three, two, four, seven and those guys. So there you go. Short little recruiting update today. Um, lists have started to pour out. I don't know if you saw on three did a show yesterday and they showed some of the visits lined up for next week. Oh shit. No, I hadn't. It's seen getting that. pretty packed. Dude, how many like do you know was there a number on it? Um it was at least eleven guys that I saw. Let me find it real quick. Um and some of them are flip tar so four flip targets, guys that are committed elsewhere that are going to be there at the spring game. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys who have yet to commit who are all four stars or above that will be visiting. At least. Wow. At least. Wow. I think it's going to be over 20. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get some announcements this next week. Also, in my insane uh, rabbit hole of videos last night, Mm -hmm. um, I watched The Whistle. Yeah. And um, Coach Pollock on there teased... Wiz Khalifa being at the spring game, which is something that we had heard. Um, but then he's like, I don't know. It's just a rumor. Wow. So, um, I mean, we've heard kind of all sorts of rumors about what, who might be there, what might be there, what might be going down. Um, but that's the most concrete thing I've heard, at least. It's, he did say it's just a rumor, but it's coming from someone who <laughs> would be at the source of the rumors. Yeah, he, uh, he knows something, I'm sure. That's cool. Do you think we get an announcement this week, or is it something like 24 hours before the game? This is who's going to be there. The thing is, it's not like they need to sell tickets. Right. So they have no reason to announce it. Um, but it would make a splash. So they're going to they're gonna put it out at some point. Mm-hmm. I would guess Wednesday or Thursday of next week, it drops. There you go. We'll see. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. It is Friday. We are going to fact downstairs after this. Are you joining us, Ryan? For maybe. some faction? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, dude. I'm still pretty sad that I <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, maybe a Breck Brew can help you get over that. Uh, they've been doing it for over 32 years. And you can try out some of our favorites, the Mountain Beach Sour, the Strawberry Sky, uh, the Avalanche Amber Ale right in front of me here. Check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. Then shout out to Fubo TV, the place to watch the Nuggets and Avs on Altitude Sports this playoff season. 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news, and you can stream from any device. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day trial. Do we have a play-in game tonight, or what's the schedule tonight? Both play-in games tonight. So okay. you got Bulls Heat and uh, Thunder Pelicans. No, 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 no. Thunder and Timberwolves. Mm. Uh, and winner of that plays the Nuggets. I think the general consensus has been that we want the Thunder. They have no one that can guard Jokic. Not that okay. really anyone has anyone that can guard Jokic, but they especially don't have anyone that can guard Jokic. There you go. You can watch the playing games on Fubo TV as well as the Avs and Nuggets once their playoff runs start. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off. Your first month of Fubo Pro, again, www.fubotv.com. 
Facebook.com slash DMVR. Transfer portal time? Yes. Also, if any recruits are watching this show, it's not actually snowing behind us. That's just a it's, it's a video effect. Yeah, green screen. <laughs> it doesn't snow in April here, right? <laughs> it was like 80 yesterday, so just, you know. It'll it warms up though again uh, for next week. Yep. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, we're going to be back in the 70s, so We've had some f- some good days. All right. right. And many more to come. How do you want to do this? Do you want me to just start from the top here and list like the top five guys and uh, we can kind of gauge our interest there? Do we want to go by position? Let's go the rankings. Let's go through the rankings. Okay. So from 247 Sports, their transfer portal rankings, they have Gary Bryant Jr. as the top available player. He's a wide, wide receiver from USC. Yeah. Yeah. A little Smaller guy. guy. Yes. Yeah. See, I know some things. There you go. <laughs> uh, but after that, Robert Rahimi from Liberty is a safety um, that has improved his stock. He was only a two-star recruit coming out in the 2021 class. Already rated right now a .89 three-star uh, transfer prospect. Uh, safety, are we we're pretty good at? What now? I was gonna say is like, if he desperately wants to be a buff, mm-hmm. we're not turning him away. But I, safety is not a priority for us right now. Right. And then uh, a guy we talked about, I don't know if it was yesterday, or the day before, but Derek McClendon the second uh, from Florida State, the big edge guy. Yeah. Um, he's got four years of immediate eligibility, I believe. Wow. Or he played four years. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um. But 6'4", 255 off the edge, uh, has played somewhat the last couple years uh, for Florida State, but a guy kind of like Jordan Dominic Levante Bentley, kind of stashed on the depth chart, right? probably just looking for an opportunity. I mean, I, I would certainly not mind adding that size. For sure. Probably, in terms of who you've said so far, would be number one. Um, how about Marquise Robinson? He is a defensive tackle or defensive lineman from Auburn from the class of 2021. This guy was a four-star prospect, top three, 352nd overall player, 6'3", 300. Um, He has been in the portal since December, but fourth ranked on 247 Sports. Some beef on the inside. Sign me up for that, too. Next guy. Anything in the trenches, like I'm going to be all for, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So how about this then? We've talked a lot about linebacker Byron Vaughns from, I believe he committed to Texas initially, and then he transferred to Utah State in 2021, entered the portal after this last season, 6'3 216. If you give me a minute, I can look for some stats. Undersized linebacker. He is, yes. Um, Which... Go ahead. You know, again, a lot uh, relies on Demoy Kennedy's health. Um, if he's not healthy, they definitely need help there. And having a speedy, undersized linebacker would help a lot too. So in 2021, his first year at Utah State, he had 11 tackles for a loss and four and a half sacks. Sheesh. With six passes defensed. Um, Love that. And 44 tackles. So a little bit. That's actually pretty amazing production for only 44 tackles. Yeah. Making a big impact. Yeah. And uh, Len last year, 56 total tackles. So that goes up. Everything else kind of went down. Uh, eight and a half tackles for a loss, two sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Sounds like a solid player. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm highly interested. And again, you know, no one knows the health of Demoy as well as the Buffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would know better if they feel like, you know, he's going to be ready for Week One, or if they need to address that position more. Another defensive. But they need the depth no matter what. Another defensive lineman, D'Angelo Carter, from Minnesota. Um, let me pull up his stats. But this is a guy that has been playing football for quite a while since 2019, was part of the 2019 recruiting class, was a three-star player for Minnesota when he committed. Um, I wonder if he's a grad transfer, though, because he's played four years. Um, Hasn't really done much in terms of production, but has played a lot of games. So, again, one of those guys maybe stashed a bit on the depth chart that comes in and plays well when he's called upon, but hasn't been able to get into a starting role. Has seven tackles for a loss and only two and a half sacks the last two seasons. Yeah. But 6'2", 300. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of sounds like Leonard Payne, honestly. Fair. Um, Next guy, a wide receiver, Dominic Blaylock. He played at Georgia. Um, I guess, understandably, kind of stacked on that depth chart, too. Been playing since 2019, was a part of the 2019 recruiting class, was a four-star player, top 36 player, 36 overall player, fifth overall wide receiver. Size? Size, 6'1", 205. (laughs) Last year, played in all 15 games for the Bulldogs, only 227 yards and 15 receptions with one touchdown. That has that size and was a very high-profile recruit. Yeah, I mean, these are the type of guys that... CU is going to be really interested in. I think at this stage, um, it's former highly rated recruits who got over recruited recruited over mm-hmm. at massive football schools that would make a huge difference in the Pac-12, but might not be starting at Georgia. Yep. Um, so that's a good one. That's a good one right there. First quarterback, um, a guy that we're kind of familiar with Chance Nolan played at Oregon State um, struggled a lot last year struggled a lot yeah still probably better than what they have at back yes Um, and then Chance Maine is actually ranked ninth on this list from 247 obviously not in play because he's transferring out of Colorado right right but he's played four years I think he's a grad transfer so that's probably why too how about another defensive lineman? Alton Tarber played at OU. Um, sorry, just pulling up the stats. Was a three-star recruit in the 2022 class. So he's only been in college for a year. Did not get on the field at all last year. But a big boy, 6'2", 327. Oh. Yeah. That would be the biggest player on the team, right? Uh, he'd be up there with Jalen Sammy for yeah. sure. Sammy looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. Yep. Um, wow. Okay. Um, so he's available. Don't love that he hasn't played at all. Jaden Williams is a cornerback who played at USC. He's number 13 on this list from the 2019 class. Um, let me try and get his stats. I would love to poach from USC. They took some good ones from us last year. Yep. Need to get them back. For sure. Um, Stats-wise, hasn't done much. Not even listed on the 2022 stats. 
Um, but a 6'1", 195, kind of a bigger corner. Love that. Yep. So there's an option there. We don't really have any size of corner. Mm-mm. Um, and then real quickly, the last few guys on this list. Except for uh, Anthony Robinson. <laughs> yeah, Buff's legend. Yeah, exactly. What's uh, your favorite part of the Anthony Robinson era? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Craig Burt uh, was a wide receiver at Western Kentucky. 6'4", 190. So a bigger guy. Some of that size that we've been talking about, that CU... Kind of needs on the outside. Yep. Um, only four receptions last year. Don't know if he got hurt or what, but uh, in 2020, he had 23 receptions, and in 2021, 13 receptions. How many touchdowns? Uh, three touchdowns total, two, two in 2020, one in 21, none last year. I mean, at that point, like I'm trying to get Shane Hooks. Right. Ten touchdowns last year. Yep. Um, speaking of, Shane Hooks came up in the uh, comment section just a second ago. Um, he put out a video that was like the truth about playing for Coach Prime. Um, and I'll be honest, uh, I didn't make it all the way through. But the headline kind of makes it seem like it's going to be a bad thing. Everything that I saw in the video was all good stuff. Yeah. But boy, he's next to Jackson State players. He looks huge. <laughs> he looks this huge. This is on YouTube? Yeah. His channel? Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Um, a few more guys on this list. Uh, Isaiah Knowles, who was playing at Navy, actually, but he's listed as a pro-style quarterback. Wow. Um, that makes no sense. I know. Crazy. <laughs> but uh, he is listed in 247's top 20. And then Jakari Moses is a running back out of Western Kentucky. Anthony Dunn Jr. was a defensive lineman out of Marshall. Okay. And then we can go to on three here. Um, or do you want to go by position here? Um, tell me what we got at left tackle. In the comments, people said that a guy from Oklahoma State, a good tackle from Oklahoma State, just hit the portal. Um, do we have a it name? Was really early, so no. And okay. There was no name. <laughs> so according to on three, the top available tackle tackle is Cameron Johnson, out uh, of Houston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's nice. Um, with on three's little, I don't know, their percentage thing or whatever that they have yeah. going, uh, Arkansas at 19 and a half, Missouri at 17.1. So he's still, he's <laughs> wide open. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or is, did they have his stats from last year? Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't have, I think I read somewhere that he was perfect. Like didn't give up a sack last year. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see that on here. I'm on on three. I don't really go on on three that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, but he is listed at 6'4", 291. Next available guy would be Chris Walker from Montana. Shout out, Henry. Let's go. Uh, 6'6", 275. Man. Montana. Okay, all right. Fair enough. And then uh, after him would be Caleb Johnson out of... Incarnate Ward. So Caleb Etienne is the Oklahoma mm. State uh, tackle who just hit the portal. Okay. Um, while I look up his stuff, uh, Caleb Johnson is out of Incarnate Ward. Six, six and a half. <laughs> 312 
from Mount Vernon, Texas. Okay. Rated as a three-star. But has been in the portal since January. It's so hard to know. I, I, I got to see these guys' mobility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's such an interesting combination that they want these six, seven guys, and they're also asking them to run all over the field. Like, I love it if it works, but it is a very niche player that's six, seven and can also move. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, 330 is what Caleb Etienne's left listed at. <laughs> That's, uh, yep, What's Tank all. listed at? Um, it's definitely six seven. I don't think he's that high up in terms of the I weight. He was higher than that, like, um, well, he's listed at, listed at six ten. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then weight is three fifteen. <laughs> three thirty, man. That's that's, that's a, a lot of, a lot of man to be running thirty yards to go block someone on the other side of the field. Um, a couple, a couple other guys who are big, big tackles. William Parker out of Tennessee, 6'5", 330. Rated the fourth overall tackle according to On3 nice. from Nashville. And then Lloyd Willis is a 6'7", 310-pound tackle from Florida State out of Miami, Florida. He's been in the portal since December, however, too. Uh, only redshirt sophomore, though. Okay. Uh, do we want more tackles or do we want no, to go to linebacker or something? Yeah, let's check some inside linebackers. So linebackers, um, well, a guy that we've talked about quite a bit and who is visiting, Jarenti Davis, number two on this list. Number one is Keyshawn Brown, a player from Appalachian State. Oh, I love App State. Out of South Carolina, 6'2", 210, has been in the portal since December. Really a little undersized, too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, heck, let's go get Jarenti Davis. Yep. Uh, looking up the stats for Mr. Keyshawn Brown out of App State. 39 tackles last year, five and a half for a loss, three sacks, one pass broken up, two forced fumbles. Sean just said there's a kid who's 6'11", 355 from Texas Tech. <laughs> what position? <laughs> I mean, got to be a tackle. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. Um, next guy, though, My guy linebacker? needs to be playing basketball. He does, for sure. Yeah, send Tad after him. Yeah, for real. 6'11", 3'55"? It's like Shaq. Yeah. That's like... I don't know. That's insane. Yeah. It's truly insane. <laughs> like, 3'55 on that frame probably doesn't even look like Yeah, it's true. He probably looks... He probably looks... Also, like, Shador is by no means undersized at all at quarterback. But, like, seeing over 6'11", when you're trying to throw a slant to the left, like, yeah. it might be... I mean, same... Same issue with Tank. Like you gotta get, make sure he has that pad level low. Yep. Or you're gonna get hit in the back of the head. Yep. When uh, Dre and I were breaking down the offensive line, talking a lot about leverage on these bigger guys at tackle and yep. stuff. For sure. Uh, next inside linebacker, Sam Cook. He is out of Western Illinois. Six four two seventeen. Oh. Um, has been in the portal since December, also, and it looks like only really getting FCS looks. Okay. But is the third rated guy on on three. There's this new, like, I, I, I've been calling it, like, positionless defense um, that's becoming more popular when you have these really tall linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't sound like he's a fit for it, but, like, teams are just essentially playing, like, z- using these guys, these really 6'4", six, 6'5", six, inside linebackers to almost play, like, the middle of a zone in basketball, like, mm-hmm. just take up the middle of the field by being so long. Yep. 
Uh, so Sean says Trevor Robins Robertson is his name. Yeah, six eleven, three fifty five. Uh, was That's, it? Yeah, I don't think. No, <laughs> I don't no. Think, there's no way he's pulling. That's true. Because uh, if he could move that well, he would be playing basketball. Yeah, he sounds more like one of those like air raid tackles where it's just like he's too hard to get around. Just well, they only need him to hold up for a couple seconds. Yeah, just take three quick steps backwards in your pass set. Yeah. Um, was a three-star recruit in 2019. That is a massive, massive player, though. Um, let's do a couple more inside linebackers here. From South oh Alabama. Oh, my God, dude. That, he's next to another big offensive Holy lineman shit. there. <laughs> yeah, that is a guy wearing 74. <laughs> right. At first, I was like, oh, he's next to a running back. <laughs> That's amazing. That is insane. Couple more line, uh, linebackers. Looks, it looks like good weight. That was a good three. He does wear it well for sure. Yeah. Those are some massive arms, by yeah, the way. Yeah, dude, I'm, I, I'm, I feel differently now. <laughs> he looks athletic. Uh, Chris Rias from South Alabama has really only been getting FCS looks. So not a lot, of, not a lot of action in the linebacker. Not a lot. I mean, if I'm looking for big school guys, uh, there's Jaden Navaretti. Was a redshirt freshman last year at Oregon, 6'3", 235. Was a three-star recruit, I believe. Well, and I was reading somewhere. I forget who had the article. It might have been Adam or just 247 in general. But they referred to Juriente Davis as one of the most highly sought-after players in the portal right now. Yeah. Yep. He's been taking SEC visits and stuff, too. Yep. Um, another guy from a bigger program would probably be Jacob Mangum Farrar out of Stanford. Six three two ten again, a little smaller. Um, try and find one more. I mean, that's really it, honestly. Lots of guys in the portal, but um, yeah. All right. Another position you want to go through? Then we can wrap this up. We'll we'll wrap up with tall wide receivers. Tall wide receivers. So when you say tall, how tall? Uh, six four and up. Six four and up. Maybe 6'3". How about we start with 6'3"? Okay. Uh, Ajie Hall, I believe, is his name. Okay. Out of Texas. Oh, yeah. Has been in the portal since the day after Christmas. 6'3", 195, however. Um, on three's industry rankings had him as a four-star. Uh, one of the best players in the 2021 class. Was a... Four star on two four seven rivals and ESPN on three Adam is a five star. Wow. So he's a bigger guy. Yep. How about Junior Alexander? A redshirt freshman out of Washington. 6'3, 189, a little slender. Also been in the portal since the 19th of December. A redshirt freshman. So I don't think he's seen the field very much. Okay. Anyone, um, anyone in the 6'4", six, 6'5", six, range? So we have a 6'4", guy here. Quint, or Actually, he's already committed. Um, Caleb Ducking committed, right? Or did he not commit? Someone said he did. The Mississippi State kid, because he's marked as uncommitted on, uh, on three. Let me look up 247 and see if it says... I think that he's... He either committed somewhere or people are like, sure, he's going to. I don't X, think he's y, committed. Okay. But this is a big guy, 6'5, 195. Yeah, we loved him. 
Yes. Um, and I think he actually has some numbers to go with that, too. Yep. So last year, yep, last year, a solid season. 46 receptions, 477 yards, eight touchdowns. Sign me the hell up. Yep. But I'm pretty sure last time we brought his name up, everyone was like, oh, he's going to. Yeah. Well, I've been in the portal since February. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow then, I guess. Yep. Um, Go Buck says, I think Prime already has an idea who he wants from the portal. I oh, can assure sure. you that he does. For sure. Warren Thompson's another big guy uh, out of Arkansas. Redshirt senior, 6'3", 200. I will try and pull up some stats right now. And then we can wrap, wrap okay. this segment up. Um, just a role player, really. Played in nine games last year, only 12 receptions, 178 yards, two touchdowns. The year before, 19 receptions and two touchdowns and 304 yards receiving. And then he's already transferred before. He played 2019-2020 at Florida State and then transferred to Arkansas, assuming he's a grad transfer because it says last year he played as a senior. Okay, cool. So there you go. Um, we did it on one thing, however, that we, I wanted to talk about, and that's the... The tweet yes. from CU Today. Incredible work. Um, they put it on Instagram, too, with a bunch more pictures. Alyssa, if you could pull up that Instagram post for us. Um, <laughs> they see all the talk, man. Dude, they are very this, aware. This is incredible stuff. <laughs> I so love good. I love a good clapback uh, from, from the main account. This is incredible. Um, also, I don't know why these little images are so fun to look at <laughs> they're amazing uh there's a bunch there if you click through them Alyssa. there's like eight or nine um that's shador there's <laughs> travis travis still cook that kid <laughs> for sure he did <laughs> um there's ones of uh there's levante bentley um there's coach prime, coach prime. the man himself <laughs> Uh, there's Coach Kelly in there. I believe there's a Dylan Edwards one. I think that's Jace Feely right there. Dude, they had to like so like there's a person who got kind of famous on Twitter for doing this. Yeah, like, named like NFL Minis or something. Like, yeah. Shout out to them if they like reached out to this person and had them make it, Absolutely. or if they figured out how to do these themselves. For sure. I think that's Montana. Don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, good stuff. And then uh. I sent you another tweet, Alyssa, that Barstool put out because our theory has been that these practice jerseys are just not flattering. And if you pull up this tweet, there's comparisons of Levante Bentley in his Clemson practice jersey and this year in his CU practice jersey. And it's really not close. So I have some, some thoughts on this. I think that there's no way that Levante Bentley hasn't shed a bunch of weight since that photo was taken. Um, I wonder if he was t considered too much of like a thumper, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And he wanted to be considered more of a mobile linebacker, a sideline to sideline guy, because he is like monstrous Yeah. in that first Clemson photo. Um, but looks, you know, like we, we've come used to him looking now. Um, which is still a big guy. For sure. But significantly smaller. Yeah. Uh, his arms look massive in that Clemson one, too. Oh, interesting. They delete a lot of tweets, man. 
<laughs> I respect it. Don't want to get in trouble, man. What would they? I don't know. I don't know. So, all right. Well, it kind of goes well with my theory, which my theory is that Coach Prime wants it this way. I don't think that Coach Prime accidentally ordered jerseys that were too big or that the Buffs accidentally ordered jerseys that were too big and now they're like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. If that was the case, I think they would have just gotten new ones or would have gone to like a tailor and gotten them, you know, yeah. sized down. I've said it before, but I think Coach Prime wants these guys to to not think that they're trying to look all swagged up for practice. Yeah, Practice is merely to work. Um, so, you know, leave your arm sleeves and leave, leave your jersey roll-ups and all that stuff. When you're coming out here to practice, I don't want to see you trying to look, you know, look swagged up. And also you get to hold that over teams that have called you small all summer long. Let them when think you we're small. put 200 yards rushing and 400 yards passing on them. Yep. But the, the, the comp was shocking. Yeah. Um, I want to know why they deleted it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get an answer one day. Uh, guys, get your questions in right now. We'll get to them very shortly. Also, hit that thumbs up button if you're here. And even if you're watching on YouTube, we would appreciate if you guys subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Could be Spotify. Could be Apple Podcasts, but we would appreciate your subscription. And if you want to go the extra mile, we would greatly appreciate your five-star review on either podcasting service. Shout out to the American Raptors, uh, Rugby Town USA's hometown team, and they've just begun their six-match homestand against the six South American rugby teams that make up the brand-new Super American or Super Rugby Americas competition. Um, for those wondering, if you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, you can check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Uh, the American Raptors have been bringing on a lot of athletes from all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of athletes from basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and track and field. Right now, tickets are just $10, and children 12 and under are free at AmericanRaptors.com. If you can't make it, you can watch all of the American Raptors rugby matches live on ESPN+. See you all at Rugby Town, USA. It's a great way to spend a day in the summer. Yes. Rugby's a fantastic game, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll shake you to your core, some of the hits those dudes take. Yeah. But they're tough as hell. <laughs> it's a fun game. Uh, and then shout out to Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site out there. The best place to find tickets for the Avs and Nuggets playoff run, I've also heard that they have uh, spring game tickets up there, too. I saw. I think there's literally one pair of spring game tickets listed wow. on there. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So uh, keep refreshing because uh, they are going very quickly, even on game time. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like a, it's going to be like a were you there when, you know? <laughs> For sure. Like, there'll be 45,000 people there and 90,000 who say they were there yep. when the Buffs, you know, win the national championship. Yeah, you're going to need, like, a picture of, like, proof that you were yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, snag all your tickets without the stress using game time. If you download the game time app right now and create an account, use the code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. What do you guys want to talk about today? By the way, on game time, uh -huh. you can get into, um, you can get first level tickets to the Nuggets game on Sunday for $135. There you go. It's 
pretty damn good. Tempting. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can get in for like 70. Not bad Not at all. Not bad at all. And uh, I know Rockies ticket prices have already oh, kind of... They actually pay you to go to their Rockies <laughs> games much. now. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. uh, Angela with the question. RK and Jake, is it true Travis Hunter can roll out of bed and play corner? Is Travis Hunter the best player in the Pac-12? From what we saw yesterday, I mean, he doesn't need to be coached up at corner at all. No, dude. And then uh, there's another thing that the haters were latching on to. They're like, wow, Colorado is overlooking the Pac-12. Yeah, you think this is a game in yeah. the Pac-12? It's like, no, nah, bro. Did you see the rep? <laughs> He'll be all right. They don't realize how different he is yet. No, they really don't. Dude, this kid. So did you ever grow up with someone who's just literally good at everything? Yes. That is Travis Hunter. I watched his spring break vlog yep. last night. His, yeah, dude. I, I've never seen someone cast a, <laughs> a reel with so much precision. Yep. And he's catching, he's hooking fish every dude, time. He caught like 20 fish in that video. But like, I think the average person would just think that catching fish is lucky. Right. Like you just cast it out there and maybe you like, you know, mess with. Dude, he's like, oh, there's got to be a fish in that shadow right there. Right in the shadow. I'm like, oh my god, dude! Yeah. He's like, he's got, he's a sniper with a with a rod and reel. Um, scroll up a bit, Alyssa. Someone put up a name. Keep going a little bit right there from Byron, Eddie Kelly from USF, said Jimmy Horn gave him the eyes on oh. Twitter. I'm assuming. All right, all right. Let me see. Looking him up, Eddie Kelly. I'm going to guess. Okay. Running back. <laughs> um. I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay, this makes sense. He's listed at wide receiver, but his weight and height, 6'4", 265, and then it says primarily played tight end in... Uh, oh, shit. At uh, high school. Okay. 6'4", um, 265 at wide receiver. Yeah. Let's go. Well, now it says... ESPN says defensive end here. Oh. So either, either way, this guy is an athlete. Cool. So there you go. I'm... Up to 6'4", 274 now. I'm going to cap out USF players at three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I think that's be a pretty good rule. Like, if we were at USF and we were bringing in transfers from Colorado, I'd be saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah, give me Trevor Woods, Montana Lamonius Craig, and... Nico? Anthony Hankerson. Hankerson, yeah. Like, yeah. like, all right, that's enough. That's enough from right. Colorado. Van Wells, maybe, too. Um, Which is probably about how many will start for CU this year. Yeah, three. true. Super chat from Dominique. My projection for starting D-line. Dominic, Upshaw, Cox, Alston starting. Linebackers, Bentley, Brown, Kofi Taylor, Barracks. Did we... We had Morgan Pearson when we did it, right? Last time as like our freshman. Did we? I think that was our guy that we like took a shot on. Who is he playing over? Uh, Would have <laughs> been... Was there no Demoy Kennedy back then? No, there was not. Oh, okay. So he was. The, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like that though. All, I mean, look at how many grad transfers that is. It's five of them starting up there with Brown being another guy who's played a lot of football already too. Yep. What was it? The first five guys to get their numbers were all transfers. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Did you see uh, Bucky <laughs> giving Shador shit for not having his number yet? <laughs> yeah. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, Sean with the question. Was this performing uh, at Red Rocks next Saturday? So probably so. Damn. Double performance or just a sideline appearance? He's got to at least be on the sidelines, right? Yeah, for sure. 
Maybe if Snoop's there, he can pull him on for a feature. Okay. That'd be fire. I've heard Snoop's name thrown around, too. Yeah? Yep. Angela's saying, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State coaches can't be like, wait, your turn. When Coach Prime is at CU screaming, you can play now. Yeah. For sure. That's exactly it. Now, that's that's uh, only going to work for like this year and next year. Yeah. And then Colorado will be the same ones with four-star recruits sitting on the bench. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I think about quite a bit. It's just this time next year, just this roster is going to be in so much better shape just be just because of the time. Yep. Having Coach Prime just have the time to bring more players in and work the portal even more and then, uh, I hate to say it, but kind of trim the roster a bit too. From Jays, will you all be able to be on the sidelines during spring game or regular season games? Um, Possibly spring game, not regular season. So my credential last year allowed me to go down to the sideline, yes. but when the game's on, I'd rather be in the press box. Yes. You were you had sideline access during games? I don't know about during games, but before the game, we could definitely yes. go down there. Yes, for sure. Well, and I guess technically during games, because we'd have to walk down. For the end, yeah. With yep. like five minutes left in the game, and they let us down there. Yep. That's where yep. I watched the end of the Cal game. Right, right, right. Kind of a tough view for you, probably. Yeah, it was the opposite end zone. <laughs> yep. I did see the Nico Reed sack coming at me, though. Oh, yeah. They were coming at me, or Cal was coming at me, so... Uh, Drico, looks like Dylan Edwards is starting running back. How many yards do you think he'll get? I think it's still to be seen if he's going to be the full-time starter. Yeah, smoke's um, still coming in. I mean, I think I predicted that at one point that he would be. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was by the end of the season he would be the starting running back. He was on our list when we did that, yep. that exercise. He is so electric. It's just crazy. Smoke through a keyhole, I would say. Um, <laughs> Many are saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh He's, yeah, I mean, there's nothing stopping him from being a thousand yard back because he's going to get the big chunk plays. Right. Like, what is it you have to or, or, uh, average? Okay, that would be in um, the NFL. I think in the NFL, you have to average 62 yards a game to be a thousand yard back, which is kind of crazy. Like, you think of that being such a, a big production. So it'd be 12 in the college football? Yep. So 83 yards. I mean, who knows if he gets the carries to get that, but. What I was going to say is if you rip off a 30-yard run every game, which it feels like he rips off a 30-yard run at least every day in practice, <laughs> yeah. um, then you know you, you would need 50 more yards over the course of a whole game to get to that 80 number. Yep. Um, I, it might be early for him, but he's going he's gonna to have a bunch of yards. Uh, I saw TV asked if Deion Smith is healthy. I saw him in... He was uh, suited up yesterday. Yep, he was suited up yesterday. Someone said, oh, shit. Oh, Smoke locked. I think meaning Smoke's locked in to be the starter. Well, I don't know about that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dylan is uh, is making an early statement. I mean, this running back room is deep. We've talked about it quite a bit. Hank is doing well. Charlie. Yeah. Deion Smith's healthy. And then you add in Dylan and Smoke. We'll see what happens in the portal, too. From Kyle, RK, no team will get down to 85 scholarships, but if a kid is told he won't play but doesn't want to leave, can they take the scholarship or cut him? We've talked about this a few times. I think they have 10 scholarships to work with in that regard, yep. which is a rule that they have when a new staff comes in and you can take them from a football scholarship to academic financial aid. So essentially 
They're, they don't lose their school scholarship, but they lose their spot on the football team. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the last, last case scenario. Um, but remember, you know, a lot of guys are about to hit the portal. And yep. I think I would guess if they hit the portal two weeks ago, they wouldn't have been able to come to practice because I was thinking, well, what's this? Why wouldn't they have just hit the portal two weeks ago? Mm hmm. But wouldn't you assume once you hit the portal, you're not invited to spring practice anymore? Pretty sure, yeah. So those guys want to get that work in. And I think you're going to see a big list of guys hit the portal in the next five days. Yep. And then shout out Jaylee Stacks, too. Connor wants to make sure we don't forget Jaylee Stacks at running back. Dude, he's so... The real-life Buffalo. <laughs> he's so big, dude. I love... Uh, there's got to be a use for him. He is... Like, his RAS score is probably really impressive. Because relatively, he's very athletic for his size. Yeah. You can throw that Sean comment up. Um, Deuce Robertson was kicked off the team. So there you go. That became official? Yes. From where? The Boulder Daily Camera. Okay. Yep. Um, bad situation, man. Yep. Bad situation. Uh, next question. CJ asking, when is cut day? We have so many players, we could start five teams. I don't think there's technically... I mean, literally, you have up until the time the game starts against TCU to get to 85. Yeah. So... They'll get there. Don't they worry. They will. Yes. Um, Big Noriaga. But the super chat, I think linebacker Jarenti Davis is coming. Shane, too. Hope so. Davis would be really, really nice, and then Shane fills that hole that they've been trying to fill for a while. I mean, if we can get Caleb ducking, that would be sick. Yeah. But Shane Hooks is huge. Yeah. Um, and so they want that big target. There's plenty of reason to, to – you know, when they were first targeting it, I didn't see it as much as when I went to a practice, mm -hmm. and I realized they do not have size of this position at all. Yeah. So it's nice to have one just for certain, you know, routes that you want. Right. A big body to run. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for the super chats today. One more question from K-Rob. How many CU players hop in the portal this week? I'm going to say seven. <sighs> yeah. I don't know if we get quite to double digits just this week, but I think you see, because it was, what, five, six, seven guys once Coach Prime was kind of hired that already got the picture then? Damn, I didn't even think about this, though. So I might have to lower my prediction. Again, remember when Neely said the spring game is going to be like a preseason game? They were trying to put mm. out tape for other teams. Yeah. That might actually stop some of these guys from uh, from that. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they wait until after the spring game to hit the portal. And you have it till the 30th. So that is two weeks from Sunday to enter the portal. Because once you enter it, you can basically do what you have to do, you know, do your deal, dil due diligence to find your school and then commit after the fact uh, the portal opens. But yep. no one else is going to be able to enter after the 30th. Yep. So, uh, good week, right? Oh, yeah. I'd say so. Great week. Very good week. Next week's a big one. Very big week. Sadly, I will be out for the beginning of the week yes um and i wish i could say i was twerking but i'm not it's gonna be a lot of work for uh many reasons next week 
Next week's going to be sick, man. Spring game week. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Some big stuff coming down the pipeline, too. Um, we are going to take one day off during the week next week uh, just because Saturday is going to be tons of content, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, we're thinking Monday, but stay tuned. We'll let you know. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.